the matchless name of Jesus. Jesus is Lord, he's liberator, he's legislator, he's alpha and omega, the beginning and the ending. He's my rock, my refuge, my redeemer. Amen. Jesus is all that, and we love him. This, uh, tonight, I want to deal with a scripture in Mark 5, and it deals with, amen, um, continuance in spite of conflict. That is, in, in Mark chapter 5, there, there are a series of stories, and uh, one, one of the stories is that a ruler of the synagogue comes to Jesus. Now, keep this in context. A ruler of the synagogue comes to Jesus. And he says, Lord, can you come to my house and uh, touch my daughter for she's near death? And Jesus said, yes, I'll come. Okay. And Jesus is following the man to his house. Now, let me stop pausing part. He's a ruler of the synagogue. He's a, he's a Jew. He's a devout Jew. And he believes that Jesus has the power to heal his daughter. We got to always believe before we pray. We got to believe before we ask. We got to believe before we assume. We, we just got to believe that Jesus is able. The drawback is he took it upon himself to say, can you come to my house? When Jesus really didn't need to come to his house because Jesus got power over distance. He could have just spoke the word and his, his daughter would have been healed. But Jesus said, okay, I'll come with you. I'm moving based on your level of faith. I'll come with you as you ask me to. And on the way to the house, and, and, and I've been over this a thousand times, there is a woman with an issue of blood. And all of a sudden, there is a pause in him coming. There is a purposeful pause. There are some purposeful pauses in your life that we don't understand. I've been praying about this for years. I've been asking God. I've been seeking God. And it looks like God is just taking his time. No, it's more than that. This woman was in a crowd when Jesus came through. And this woman said within herself, that's faith. When you can speak to yourself, amen, and believe in yourself that God is going to do something, that God is able, you, you tend to reach out, amen, and get it done. She said, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. Now look at her faith. And so, and so, and, and so the story goes on, the narrative goes on where the woman touches the garment and this man who asked Jesus to come to his house, he's on pause. He's on pause purposely. You and I are on pause purposely. God wants us to see something. God wants us to know something. God wants us to feel something. God wants us to register something. He's still on pause. Jesus turns around and says, who touched me? And the disciples said, come on, Lord, all these people out here? He said, no. Somebody touched me with virtue. Somebody put faith in their touch. And the woman, the, the woman became a little afraid. 
and 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 the woman finally confessed that she touched him, and he said, "Your faith have made you whole." Because she touched the hem of his garment with the thought that if I can just touch it, I'll be made whole. If I can just get to Jesus, believe in him, and and just rest in him and rely on him, I'll be made whole. So the woman was healed, but let's concentrate on the man who was paused. He's sitting there saying, I asked him to come to my house. And now we, we made a pit stop. And it looks like God makes pit stops on us. <laughs> Finally, Jesus tells the man, let's go. And as they get to the house, a messenger comes. There will always be messengers to discourage you. There will always be messengers to, uh, to attack your faith. And the messenger said, leave the master alone. Your daughter has died. Jesus tells the man, no, let's go on. Only believe. If there were no other powerful sermons, then only believe. Only believe in spite of what you hear, what you see, what you feel, what you conscientiously imagine. Only believe. And the man said, I believe, but help my unbelief. In other words, I had, I asked you to come to my house because I believe, but obviously the belief that I had is not the belief that you were acquiring. And this one's deep. So he touches his daughter, his daughter gets up, amen, she's healed. And the, and the moral to the story is that God sometimes delays, and delay is not denial. Sometimes God deliberately makes us observe other things. He directs us. He dedicates us. He, he, he pours out circumstances and plans and purposes to force us to the level of belief that we need to overcome. Maybe your belief this morning is not what you really need to be delivered. And God will furnish that belief. God will nurture that belief. God will develop that belief. God will dedicate himself to that belief. And once we get to that point of belief, we say, Lord, whatever your will is, let it be done. God is a planner. He's a purposer. He's a perseverer. God is the one that's developing everything for our outcome. We never come out the way we went in. He's constantly pouring himself into our lives to believe beyond what we see, feel, and hear. And so the more the story is, there may be pause, but there will be perfection. There may be a perseverance you need, but God will perfect your faith. And we praise Jesus because he's perfecting your faith and my faith right now. We have to be face to face with the master. We have to see him and understand that he cannot fail. He's faithful. He's fruitful. Amen. He finishes what he starts. And he's getting ready to finish in your life what he started. In Jesus' name, we love you.